Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zuck. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing and inspiring guest today, I always like to start with a marketing tip to get your week started and also a self-care tip to keep you um, highly motivated and also creating some sort of healthy balance with your week. So marketing tip of the day, Um, this particular episode is really all about film and video and the um, presence of YouTube. And we talk, we deep dive briefly and talk about how YouTube is the second biggest search engine. So if you don't have a YouTube channel and you're not maximizing getting YouTube videos up, really, really start thinking about doing that. I know last week I talked about video marketing. Now I'm going to get a little bit more specific and talk about the importance of really making sure to create a YouTube channel and create a consistent video um, weekly thing that you put up. Um, I think it's a really good starting point and it also allows people to find you and access you. So definitely, definitely think about doing that. My self-care tip of the day. Um, I don't know if any of you indulge in like treating yourself and sometimes overeating. <laughs> I'm just talking about this because this is very true to my life right now, but um, if you overeat, you just gotta let it go and um, not make it a thing. I think we all need to indulge when we when we feel it's necessary and not feel guilty about it after. I literally like replay things in my head all the time, making myself feel guilty, and it doesn't do anything. So I feel like you need to just have the mindset that like, okay, today I ate bad and I'll be better tomorrow. So that's my motivation. It totally is resonating with me today. So I figured, why not share it on the podcast? So outside of video, YouTube, and overindulging yourself, let's talk about my amazing guest who I'm so excited to bring on, Mary C. Ferrara. She is a filmmaker. She's also um, an actress, and she recently is coming out with a new film called Wally's Gals. And if you're looking for some comedy to bring into your life, this is definitely a movie to be on the lookout for. So can't wait to have Mary on the podcast. Stay tuned for her. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene. I am so excited to be here with the amazing Mary Ferrara, who is a filmmaker and an actress. And she's coming out with an amazing movie called Wally's Gals. Hi, Mary. How are you today? Hi, Jackie. I'm I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Good. So Wally's Gals is a series, right? Tell us more about Wally's Gals. Break it down for my audience. It's, well, it could be, it could be a movie. It could be a series. Right now, if it's a movie, it's around 42 minutes with a rough cut. Um, it evolved. Um, well, I could get back and further how I got into producing. Um, You know, I've been acting pretty much or got into acting in the late 1990s, which I got the bug and stuff like that. So I did improv and sketch comedy for several years. And then I got a car in 2007, which evolved or allowed me to do more things like film and theater. Um, So I've been doing that pretty consistently since 2007, those two things. But then in recent years, um, I don't know, I think, you know, I got into producing because I, I wanted to act in a film challenge in New York City. And they, it required them choosing two people to um, produce the project. And it was through the actor's green room and the two people they chose didn't want to do it. So I stepped forward to co-produce it with someone else. And so that kind of was my intro into producing film. I, because I, otherwise they were going to ax those two people 
if you know i'm like no no i'll i'll, I'll step forward all right with how do you produce totally. <laughs> and it was a sag film so i had to do a lot of paperwork i did the scheduling tried to find location and all that fun stuff and um it was really empowering afterwards saying wow i i i produced a film hey why don't i do my own film so i wrote a film as part of uh the uh, woman in comedy festival i wrote this film called schmoopy and just uh you know, followed some of their guidelines. They had a five minute or less part of their festival and you had to open it with a certain opening line, which was, I'll take whatever you've got. So that's what started it. Um, and then I went from there to write this seven minute film. Didn't get into that festival, but it has done very well on the festival circuit the past couple of years. Um, I've even traveled to Georgia and New Mexico for festivals um, to do with it. So cool. So it's great when you have an excuse to travel. Right. Um, so yeah, and it evolved and then like, you know, as, and then I, well, for Wally's Gals, it probably that evolved because I posted my demo reel on Facebook and I said, well, you know, I, I don't have enough comedy footage. I have a, a more recent comedy footage. And other actresses chimed in saying, you know, I like comedy. Let's, I love to do more comedy. I said, well, you know, I'll write us a script. And that's kind of how it evolved. And, you know, it evolved a lot over a year. Um, when you cast it first, and then you're, before you've even written it, it's a little, you know, then you're, the actors are seeing evolutions of the script. And, you know, generally you should always finalize a script and then cast it, but it's not unusual for a script to evolve. But the script, I just kept having more questions about these characters and I wanted to kind of flesh some things out. And so it evolved over a year and it's it's really a lot of fun. And I think people are really going to like it. And I think it's, going to give a lot of people the warm and fuzzies in a lot of ways, uh, especially if you were a fan of those films in the 80s, you know, the first love really? films. What I know. loved too when you and I were chatting was you were telling me about how women in their 50s don't, like, they're always the same role. And I thought right. that was so awesome, like, that you're really allowing, like, all these women to be more dynamic in what you're right. I mean, it starts off, we see the younger versions of them. And I thought that was important to see where they're coming from. So when they're, we see them in the present day, they're not just sort of one note joking. We know where, what they used to be. They're ba you know, it's kind of stemmed from how they were as a kid. Totally. So yeah, I, I kind of was trying to write characters that were fun and unique and dynamic and um, not just typical mother, psychologist, doctor roles, you know. <laughs> And uh, it and was a lot wrong of fun. with that, but like you're just so on point about that. That's yeah. what they're casted for. Yeah, I mean, I think that you know, and I learned. I mean, I'm big, I'm big fans of these actresses now, especially after editing these people, the whole cast over a year. I'm big fans of these people. I really am. I'm like, it's it's amazing. Um, I remember there was an um, a filmmaker I know, Laura Pepper from Rhode Island. She's she also specializes in doing big ensemble comedies, specifically with a lot of females. But she's wrote, she said, if she does a film and she's like the worst actress in her own film, then she knows she's done her job. <laughs> um, now, I mean, that's saying, I mean, I act in it too, but the point being is if you know that, you know, you got a lot of good stuff out of your actors, it's a good feeling, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. and, uh, and I did, it's a lot of fun. It's just, so it's, it's something to be said when you, and you know, you do a film and you're big actors, big actors, big fans of your own actors. You totally. Know. Can you elaborate more on what Wally's Gals is about? Like the storyline? Yeah, it's sort of, um, so it starts out in 1989 and there's a group of girls. It's there. It's like a, you know, like Charlie's Angels, you know, it's like Wally's Gals. Gals is just sort of <laughs> the affectionate term that the manager Maxine had for the girls that she managed. 
um, I know it's just like this affectionate little, like we're a teen kind of like Wally's gals. And now Wally is the man that runs the store and it was passed down to him by his dad. He is cute, but not a businessman. Uh, and he doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, come in. So then they have this big competitor, Dick, um, who has his own uh, store that specializes in pleather. And they're kind of beating Wally to the ground. Because remember, the 80s were very big in fads. So I kind of capitalized that. You know, when one fad was big, then some other fad would come over and kick that other fad to the curb. So um, so basically, there's competition now. And they don't know what to do. But the, but the gals kind of come forward and do some really interesting and unique things to kind of pick up business. Um, so they really kind of save the store, but then something happens and they lose touch. Fast forward 30 years later, they reunite. There's a reason. Um, and these gals now don't think as fondly as those days as Maxine, the the manager does, uh, you know, they have their own little gripes and, or things and stuff like that. But, you know, we will, I don't want to give away too much, but that, you know, it evolves and we don't, maybe they stay that way. Maybe they change. Maybe they, you know, say, Maxine, you're crazy. <laughs> you know, that store is, you know, we don't know. We don't know what happens. Um, so you'll just have to see. Uh, but they, it's, there's a reason why she wants them back. Um, and there's a reason why they haven't talked in 30 years. And so you'll just have to see to, you know, to put that together, you know. That's exciting. Um, no. So when is it coming out? I, you know, it's so I'm diligently working on it. I do want to film a little bit more. We have a few actors that are out of state, which kind of gets in the way of that right now. Um, just a little bit more footage to kind of deal with some, you know, just to flesh some things out a little bit more. Um, and hopefully, I'm hoping, hoping by the end of this year, Hopefully, um, and make it like a YouTube uh, kind of thing uh, that people will enjoy. I don't, a lot of people put things in Amazon Prime these days, but I, I don't know. Time will days. tell, right, Mary? Time will tell. That? Time will tell. Yeah, maybe not this one, but maybe another one I'll go Amazon Prime. It seems to be, I know, a big thing these days, but I don't know. Um, Listen, you could do great on YouTube. It's the second biggest search engine right now. What's up? It's the second biggest search engine after Google, YouTube. Yeah. Well, YouTube is, oh yeah. I mean, I'm on YouTube all the time. I mean, you Dang. can find everything on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it's a, really so cool. Yeah. So what goes into like producing and making a film in general? Can you elaborate? I'm so fascinated by that process. I'm still learning. <laughs> I'm, every time I'm still learning. It's a learning curve. Right. It's, you know, it's, um, I, what I learned from the process though, first and foremost, um, is have a very strong team of people. They're all on the same page of you and all are also gung ho about it. It'll make your life and the project so much easier. It's tough to do it a lot on your own. Um, I wore many different hats and it can be, to play different hats, but it can be a little stressful. It can be wearing in your bank account. <laughs> um, and so it is good to have a team of people to, to sit down and say, you know, this is what I want to do and get everybody that they're on the same page and all gung-ho about it as well. Um, 
I just can't stress enough how it is, how important it is to have a strong group of people uh, for the, the crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it so will who make is the, the crew, like who is Mary's crew? The, the, yeah. the, you know, the assistant, I, like I would love to have had assistant to, to me, uh, assistant to the director is very important. Script supervisor, um, cinematographer, sound, like all the people that sort of kind of help the wheels turn. You know, a crew is so important um, and it really will make your life so much easier. And we did, I did have some good crew people, but, um, you know, but but going forward, like just um, people that, how can I put this, Um, that, you know, you don't have to, they just know what you want. You don't even have to explain things so much. They're sort of like, yeah, they get this genre and stuff like that, and um, and they're gung ho about eighty films as me, you know. Um, I'm so I'm so thankful that I got the help and support I did for Wally's, and I will be eternally grateful. Um, but now, going forward, sorry, I was going to ask another question just about the. Oh, name. go ahead, go ahead. Sure. I was gonna, what inspired the name of the film? I don't, you know, I don't <laughs> know. I, I I don't know why. I think I like the name Wally, and I don't. I honestly, that's a good question. Sometimes there's certain things you remember where you got the inspiration, and there's some that you don't, and I don't remember. To be that's hilarious. With you. Hey, you know, one day it'll come to you. Be like, okay, I'll yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, I am grateful for the help that I did get with Wally's, and I always be internally grateful. Um, but I, yeah, it's just important to have a good crew um, that you can continue with and continue in future projects with because they understand your style. Totally. And so it, it just makes everything work so smooth. So when you have that continuous group of people and stuff like that. So uh, not many people think like I do. <laughs> you know? I get that. Yeah. I totally get that. So, and then also too, the cast is so important. So what goes into like casting people? Like what is well, that? Well, initially, as I said, I, and with the people that chimed in in that post on Facebook, I said, I'll write us a script. So I chose those actresses. So um, a couple of actresses couldn't do it, end up doing it because of scheduling. Right. So I, let's, you know, uh, so um, one actress, uh, Daniel Gensler, who plays adult Lorraine, I had just seen her at a networking event. And so when the actress um, who bowed out, who had chimed in on Facebook, I immediately thought of Danielle because I just, because I had seen her and just, she just seemed to embody what I would picture that character to be. And so this is why it's good to go to networking events. Right, you never, it's so you never know. <laughs> so Mary, who do you play in the movie? I play, oh, that's right. Um, so I play- uh, Like you're talking the, about everyone Leanne, else. Leanne, <laughs> Leanne, who, and her back in her younger days dated Wally. Very and she's a 12-time beauty pageant winner. And she loves attention. That's and she's a little bitchy, which <laughs> I can play if people know me well enough. <laughs> um, so she was, yeah, she was girlfriend of Wally. And, um, you know, because those are the fun roles to play. And then Devin Padley played the younger version of me. She and I had acted in a web series and she played a bitchy role in that. So I knew she could play those type of characters. And then I'm like looking at her headshot and she's like doing the same smirk I'm doing in my headshot. I'm like, yeah, she can play the younger version of me. And she's really, really great. And she nails so it. Cool. So that's, that's really fun. So, you know. okay, so TBD in terms of like exact launch date, but people can follow you on socials. And can you share before we play game time and share fun facts? Tell everybody how they can stay up to date. Um, well, well, we do have a website. 
Um, it's, well, it's, I'm still working on a website. So there's a long, I have a, first of all, I have a production company website, which it's callitawhimproductions.com. So it's all one word, callitawhimproductions.com. And you can go that's there. Cute. I'm sorry? I said, that's very cute. You know why? It's because everything I do seems to be on a whim. Like producing was on a whim. Like I didn't wake up and say I want to produce. It was, uh, everything happens like, I don't plan it. It just seems like things sort of, one thing leads into another. Totally. So that's why I named it that. So they go there, they'll see all my projects or information of all the things I've produced. Um, Wally's Gals has a page on there. I did create the URL, wallysgals.com, W-A-L-L-I-E-S-G-A-L-S.com. And I'm still working on that, but you can go there and click um, the image to go to the page for Wally's Gals on my Call It A Whim site. But yeah, there, um, it should be links to the social media. You know, Wally's is on Instagram. They have a Facebook page. So People can go there and get links uh, and, and definitely follow us. Um, you know, I'm, I have a lot of fun posting updates and screenshots. And yeah, and you have teasers, like teasers on YouTube too, which I'll definitely put in our blog, but like, yeah. I loved those. Still working in a trailer. I'm getting very close. Um, I need an actress to maybe film me a little bit of stuff, but I'm getting very close to official trailer. I do have two teasers, but I am working on a, on a trailer. Um, so hopefully very soon I will get that out. That's really exciting. And so to close out before um, our questions and game time of fun facts, what advice do you have for somebody that would be interested in either becoming an actress or a filmmaker? Well, firstly, I think that networking is very important. Get people to know who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, Be unafraid to introduce yourself in actor groups or filmmaker groups. Uh, This is who I am. Um, you know, maybe have some video of yourself or video projects that you've done to kind of get people familiar with who you are or the type of work that you do. Uh, And if if you're a new actor, I mean, just, you know, film yourself doing a monologue or something like that. Video is very, very important to sort of get people a sense of of you and, and who you are and your style. So definitely have, you know, have something out there to show for it, but also get yourself, don't, don't be afraid to say hello on, on groups and, and uh, at networking events, get people to know who you are. So, um, and then too, to follow, just to follow up with that thought, like mm-hmm. with the shift of the pandemic and things have gone like more virtual, how has that affected you and your industry? Well, things have gone, I mean, yeah, it's funny. I mean, there's a lot of things gone to Zoom and, and you can network with people on Zoom events. Totally. Um, oh, uh, Women in Film is a great organization. If you're a female, uh, Women in Film of New England, they do a lot of networking events now online on Zoom. Awesome. You can introduce yourself. In fact, I did one and I found a composer for Wally's that way. So people will go and the, they have these networking events. Um, I think WIFVNE.org and you can become a member for a yearly fee, but they have a lot of great, and actually you do not have to be a woman to join. You could be a man too, um, but they have a lot of great networking events where you could say, hey, I'm a composer and I'd love to work in somebody's project or, hey, I'm a cinematographer, you know? And so that's a great way to, um, to, to network and get involved in projects. There's also 48 hour film festivals, which are great where they do, but there's one in Boston, Providence and a lot of other major cities where, 
people, you know, you can sign up to be an actor, writer, cinematographer. You have 48 hours to write and produce a film and submit it where it gets judged. And they give you like a genre, an object you have to use and things like, and a character. And I've done them a, for a long time and they're a great way to um, get yourself out there. Especially it helps get a little video footage of yourself. They get a little sense of what you can do. And it's another great way to get footage um, to do, to sign up for um, a 40 hour film festival. So and actually cool. this weekend um, is Boston's 48 hour film festival. But, and then July Providence has their 48 hour film festival. So you know, definitely they're on Facebook. If you look up Boston 48 hour, Providence 48 hour and, and, you know, connect with them and they can sort of, and the people run them can hook you up with groups looking for actors or looking for specific roles. Love it. So full of fun facts, Mary. I'm learning so much today. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Ready for, I want to share fun facts about you and inspiring because I learned a lot about you, which I thought was really cool. So, um, you went to modeling school as a teenager. How was that? (laughs) I know I did. I, um, I was such an awkward teenager and this did influence something a young Lorraine in Wally's gals um, a little bit. Uh, I was a very awkward teenager. I did fall down a lot like she did. Um, I used to trip a lot. I was very awkward and weird. So my mother signed me up for modeling school, Jar of Powers for a month crash course. Oh my God, I remember them. Yeah. They've been and um, I think they're more like a talent agency now. But back then you could sign up to do basic improvement and advanced modeling. My mother signed me up for both. I did not want to be a model. I just wanted to think, talk, and act like. <laughs> but I met my best friend, Julie, who ended up becoming a model. And she still, I'm still friends with her. And um, she lives in Switzerland now. She so. doesn't model anymore, but she did back in the day. So, yeah, I met a good friend from doing it. But, yeah, I did go to modeling school and... Uh, you know, they give you a report card grading you in certain things and I couldn't do the runway walk. Uh, well, listen, it's not, it's not for everyone. Right. But not, I thought it was so no. interesting because you were talking to about how you didn't really, you weren't interested in acting until your twenties, which is so no. interesting. So what were your hobbies of interest prior to that? Oh God. Um, did I have hobbies? I mean, I used to play sports in school. I mean, I played tennis and softball in high school, tennis in college, um, I always love learning foreign languages in college. Um, I studied French, Italian, Spanish. Um, well, first, Mary. <laughs> that was fun. Um, what were my, and then, I mean, I was a, I, I mean, I was a, a web design. I've done web design, so you know, I was doing that. Um, yeah, but like, graphics, what was your moment? That you, but like, pro, like, what was your moment? That you were like, I should try acting. Like, this is kind of interesting. Oh, um, you know, it's funny. Um, the well, I was um, I got my first full time job in Waltham, Massachusetts, and I was working a lot. And I don't know, I found I I found out about an activities organization in Boston called Common Interests, and it was like sort of adults. It's it was almost like Boston Ski and Sports Club. You sign up for events and you do it with other people interested in the same thing. So like horseback riding or you know day trip to Maine or something like that. But one of the events was uh, an improv show at the Improv Asylum and the North end of Boston. And I never heard of improv, but I signed up for it. I said, I'll check it out. And it would look like a lot of fun. I said, well, you know, maybe I'll sign up for classes. They were, you know, passing out brochures and classes. And 
later that year I did. And it was just so much fun. I mean, I literally peed, like literally peed myself (laughs) uh, every week. (laughs) And that's what, you know, and it's so funny. It's like the circle of things. So um, I just had, I just ran a workshop or improv workshop um, taught by Will Aware, who was an improv teacher of mine, Improv Boston. So I started Improv Asylum, also trained Improv Boston. And he was highly influential on me uh, back then on what my strengths and weaknesses were as a performer. So I used to think, well, what if I could get other actors involved with him to get what I got? So I just last, was it last weekend or the weekend before, um, he, I just had him, he did a character workshop in Zoom that I ran, I put together. We're going to do another one in July or August or both. Um, I'll post updates on that, by the way. I'm going to do that. My call it a whim site. I will do that. Uh, people go to my site. I'm going to do a blog post with more information on the workshop if they'd like to get involved. Awesome. It's a great workshop to sort of help people discover what they can do vocally and physically, discovering new characters. This can really help in, you know, breathing some life into an audition or creating some custom footage for your reel. Um, a lot of us don't know what we can do. So he did really a lot of great exercises and they were a lot of fun. And um, so I wanted, we're going to have more of those. And I, yeah, if you go to my website, I'm going to put a blog post when we're done and people can um, go there and learn how to sign up. So cool. Such cool stuff you're doing. All right. Are you ready for game time? Sure. Why not? All right. So there's no limit with like how fast you have to answer. This is just fun. Okay. So what is Mary's favorite food? Oh, God. Um, I, I, I Well, I would say that off, there's so many things, but I'm going to say belly clams. Or my, what are I don't those? eat all the belly clams. Uh, fried clams with the bellies are like my evil, evil pleasure. I don't eat them frequently, <laughs> but I love them. Oh my God. That's, I've never heard that phrase. Me because I'm a New Yorker. I'm like, I don't know. I never heard that phrase before. What They're pretty popular around in the New England area, the belly yeah. clams. Yeah, I love them. So That's awesome. Okay. Fun facts. Very cool. All right. If you could wear one outfit for the rest of your life from head to toe, what would you wear and why? Oh gosh. One outfit, pajamas. Like with the lockdown, that feels like the one outfit a lot of us is. <laughs> That's so true. Um. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think one. Like, is it going to be like a particular type of outfit or? No, it could just. Well, think about it. If it's going to get cold, depending on where you are, it's going to get hot. You might want to bring layers. So it depends on what you what your comfort is. Oh goodness. I like a nice light long jacket. Is it the, a light long jacket with some like sort of light loose cotton pants, you know, they're good for like a walk. So maybe something like that uh, with some, you know, sneakers with a bit of cushion to them. So like nice comfy, you know, pants with a nice light long jacket that has a hood in case it rains. Smart. There you oh, go. Get creative. I love that. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> and would the shirt be like matching the pants? Would it be a different color? Yeah, it would be, I don't know, maybe it'd be a nice little, you know, cinched to the waist v-neck long sleeve shirt, maybe with a little flare on the wrist or something. Love that. The peasant, <laughs> isn't that the peasant style? I feel like that is what it is. Maybe, yeah, maybe like a peasant yeah. shirt, you That's know, very flowy pretty. and, you know. Comfortable. Not con- anything constrictive. I know. like that. Yeah. 
Right. If you're going to wear it for the rest of your life, you got to be comfortable. Exactly. <laughs> you could sleep in it and forget you had it on. So funny. Okay. You, um, where is your favorite place you ever traveled and what's a bucket list place you've never been that you want to go to? I would say Italy is my favorite place that I ever traveled. Oh, uh, okay. I was so, we visited Rome when I was 20, 20, we visited Rome, Florence, Capri, Pompeii, Sorrento. Amazing. And we would take these long bus rides in between each city and the countryside. And I remember listening to Led Zeppelin and that music seemed to go with the, looking at the countryside. For some reason, I was like, I had the best of Led Zeppelin in my headphones. That's hilarious. I don't know why. It just seemed to work well. Love it. Um, it was so um, unbelievably beautiful. And bucket list that I haven't been, um, well, maybe France, because I studied a little bit of French, uh, would be one of them. Very uh, cool. Um, Great choices. I, I love like. What was your favorite in Italy? What was your favorite place in Italy that you went to? Oh, God. I would say Florence. Love Florence. Was really beautiful. Um, and uh, the, the churches and stuff like that. Um, I think, yeah. Though Capri was very nice. I mean, it's hard. Capri was really nice. Had the best fish dinner in Sorrento. Um the Amalfi Coast yeah, is just like one of a kind. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Great choices. All right. Yeah. Final question. If you could spend a day with somebody you've never met, dead or alive, who would you choose and why? Freddie Mercury. Probably. <laughs> I love him. I, really I just watched him. that movie again last night. I would say him just because he seemed like, he just seemed like a really fun person. Totally. Um, when that movie came out, I was just like reading stuff about him though. And I'm like, he just seems like such a fun guy to hang out with. So what a great one. I ask that all the time. Nobody said him before. That's awesome. I read the book Mercury and Me. And that really was a really interesting book um, about him. And so, yeah, I mean, in that book, we, you know, we both, he was a fan of Wendy's hamburgers. So am I. (laughs) So I don't know. I love that. Yeah. Well, Mary, you're awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. No problem. Share with us again how they can follow you on social media and stay up to date until Wally's Gallery. Um, well, I do. Yeah, call it a Productions.com is my production company. My acting website is Mary C. Ferrara, M A R Y C F E R R A R A dot com. But uh, I think call it a website has a link to that uh, acting website as well. Um, but yeah, I am on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and in Wally's is too on Instagram and Facebook. So definitely follow that because I'm really excited the, about the project. And I think a lot of people, people that have seen the rough cut really like it a lot. Yeah, um, it's so awesome. it's, it's really, it's a really fun, a fun project. And I'm lo- really, really looking forward, really looking forward to at least, you know, now see people seeing the trailer, um, I think that's hopefully going to create even more buzz. So, totally. yeah. Well, so excited for you, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Becoming Next on Scene. Thank you again, Mary, for joining us today. No, no problem. Thank you, Jackie, for inviting me. I appreciate it. No problem. And stay tuned for who's next on Scene.